0: Today's vad was dedicated, lirfuah shlema, vleir bas feigah, and feigah bas Esther. That Hashem, the zuchut the Limmud of Torah, the tzedaka, the shab lirfuah shlemo bekarov. Okay. Now, so like this, we're here in. Mechtav Lamed, we're learning Mechtav Lamed together with Mechtav Dalim. Let's try to develop it a little bit clearer. Okay? So I'm going to read you a statement that Rabbi Yisrael Solanta says over here in Simen Lamed. He says, mm-hmm. There's two styles, we'll call it, of serving Hashem. HaEchot avdoi bali his <laughs> person that serves Hashem without critical thinking, critical analyzation, his boininus, contemplation, thinking, depth. We'll see what that means exactly. That's in the second Bechina where the thought process comes in. Rak bitmimus. <laughs> he goes more like a tamim. Simple. Lishmoid divah Hashem. Tries to follow what it says in Shulchan Aruch. He goes in life without so much deep analysis, more like going with the flow type of thing. What? More like, an what? Not, not more like an to his master? It's not so much an evid, you'll see from the other side. It's not such an evid because both both have to be an evid. But not so much understanding the Derke void and his own Midas. And his challenges, you know what I'm saying? More like going with the flow. He has Ramidas, Amidas, Avishacheset, you know, tries to be a nice guy, good guy, right? So this is the problem with this, this Mahalach. It's hard to make a gather, I mean it's hard to fortify and to make sure that your Avodah Hashem stays intact. Mm -hmm. A a light wind Mm So the point is like this. If a person, let's say, is going through Avodah Hashem in more of a very T'mimistik way, okay, so, the danger in that is that he's easily knocked off his feet when it comes to a test. Okay? Therefore, he says, the second approach to Avodah, he This is the main wow. mahalach and Avodah. Bezboinenu sikhlis. Requires analysis, critical analysis. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Look who's here today. Abraham. Okay? It requires contemplation, understanding. Wow, what a day today, no <laughs> Okay, that's right. This will be the first of many Bezat Hashem. Okay, so let me give you a quick recap where we're at. Abishol Alanda says there's two styles in serving Hashem. There's one style in serving Hashem which is called the Derech Has T'mimus. We're all religious. We all know that you're supposed to daven, you're supposed to learn, you're supposed to be a nice guy. We know the basics, right? And we do it bitmimut. Not thinking deep into um, the derech avoyed, which I'm going to explain to you in a minute what that means. Not understanding so much our weaknesses and our tchunas ha and how the Sahara works and how he manifests himself in our life and what our weak points are. Not such a, a deep, a deep approach. More of a simplistic approach. So he says the danger of the simplistic approach is that when a test comes, you will have no way of dealing with it. So you're going to fall down. However, the second approach, which he says is Ikris, which is the proper approach in Avodah Sahashem, that requires a thinking process in your Avodah. First step, you have to understand the mahalach, general mahalach of Avoidah. For example, if I say Menucha Sanefesh, there's nobody in this room who knows what Menucha Sanefesh is exactly and how it's supposed to look and what function it has in Avoidah, right? So that's a general concept called Menucha Sanefesh. Which is a very, very integral part of Avoid Hashem. The Chaybis al of in Sharabi says, you cannot serve Hashem properly without Minuchas Hanefesh. But Minuchas Hanefesh is a code word. So nobody knows what that code word means. But it's a, it's a necessary tool for Avoida. Yir We all know Barak, there's such a thing called Yir But if you didn't learn the Sugya, of Yerushalayim, you don't know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, and you don't know how it looks, and how it manifests itself, and what its function is, and what purpose it has, how to acquire it, I you don't have it. So you don't have tools. You have no tools. Like Masil El says, okay, let me teach you what Zahirut is. And let me teach you how to acquire Zahirut. And let me teach you the importance of Zahirut. And let me teach you what things in life... A fact that you shouldn't be a zehirut. Okay, so you learn to subject in Avoida. Zrizus is a subject in Avoidah. Nikius is a subject of Avoidah. Precious, a subject in avoid. Right? So there's a lot of subjects in Avodat Hashem that are very fundamental. And if you don't understand them, and you don't understand how they work, you're not in the sugya. But, but you could go to Shachrit every day without knowing all these things. You could show up at first Seder every day not knowing what these things are. You could go with the flow without learning Masihil Tishar. The problem is, going with the flow is very nice until the flow is not so simple. Until the tests arrive. Until the different things. So you have to have A. You have to have what he calls Darkeh tahaluchot Ha'avodah. To understand... The Mahalakim and Avoida. That's number one. Number two, Umatzev Tchunas ha'odah. You have to know yourself. That's a key thing. Because Avoida HaShem is the most personal thing possible. Because there's no two human beings that are the same. So therefore, what that does is it creates an individual path of avoidance. And the individuality of the human being is the most important Yesoid in success. We learned that in the Parshim. Maybe I'll talk about it later if we give a Parshim shmooz. That Yaakov Avinu says, If Lavan <laughs> Evidently, that was a massive test for Yaakov Avinu not to learn from Lavan. We have to go into it and understand why. But evidently, it was a massive test for him not to learn from Lavan. And what was the key to Yaakov Avinu's success? The Chazal say, on the Pesach, that Yaakov Avinu was Livado. Livado means... Simply it means independent. Right? But it means that he was very in touch with his uniqueness. And his individuality. And himself, And that's why he didn't fall. Because he was levado. Now this all has to be explained. It's not uh, understood by regalachas. But what's being told to us is. If a person will understand himself. Very well. He understands his milas. He understands his chesorim. He understands what triggers him. He understands what matzavim are good for him and what matzavim are not good for him. He has a clear understanding of self, which creates by him a derech Understanding the topics and the concepts of avayda, but then to see how he fits in. You understand? That's not everybody the same. So there's a certain generality, but then there's a certain personal something that we lost almost completely in today's generation in today's generation we're always going with whatever's in style and everything has to always look the same but that's dangerous because you won't grow like that so that's what that's what the resourceant is saying the two parts you need is to study the darker Avoida in general and number two understanding neutrona's Ha'odam. T'chunas adam in general, and T'chunas adam Atzmoy, himself, he explains that clear. nemon. And then you will be able to develop a path of avoyde. Then That all the winds in the world will not move you from your place. And that's how you succeed. That's what Rabbi Shalas says over here in Simon Laman. There's a lot to understand. I'm just setting up the sugi. In Mechtab Dalid, Rabbi Sol Salanta says, and we started it the other day, Khidish Godel, that the only way to truly understand Khunas Adam and the only way to truly understand how to win against the Eight Sahara is to study the business world. To study the way the world runs. And he explains that the business world is built on the basic premise of understanding the weaknesses of human beings. That's how it works. A salesman instinctively understands the weakness of the human being. The people who make advertisements understand the weakness of human beings. They understand exactly how Chemdes HaMomen works. They know exactly how it works. And they can use that weakness that you have to make you spend and do things exactly how they want you to do it. They can understand the desire of cover. They understand the desire of food. They understand every single thing. They know how to manipulate your moods with clothing. Clothing has a tremendous way of manipulating people's moods. They know how to do everything. They are geniuses. In understanding human beings. Geniuses. There's another aspect of the business world, which is a very basic aspect of the business world. Is, a person has to be roe tanolad. Anybody in the business world understands, you have to be able to have foresight to understand the challenges that stand in front of you. You have to have plan A and plan B and plan C. You can't just go. Head on collision, just go out there and make money. You have to have a lot of strategy. And you have to think about the possible pitfalls before. These are things that are instinctive in the way the business world runs. So Rabbi Sol Salanta over here says, in Michtav Dalit, I'll read you a little bit what he says. He says, To think deeply, in the world, Bimirma Yahalehu, which is rooted in deceit.? What's the business world? It's rooted in deceit. enushi call to trap others in the web of deception.? Yeah, that's business. That's what he says. Not the way the Khyba albaba says we 're supposed to do business that 's a different shmooz, which i 'll give you a different time what 's the Jewish approach to business, but the world this is how it runs They can get a person to give away something that 's so dear to them, which is money for foolish things. They can get a guy with food. imagine you go to the you go to the casino, yeah? And they're going to give you like uh, free tickets and they're going to give you a good restaurant and a, and a thing, right? Meanwhile, you're going to spend more money than you would spend on that yourself. <coughs> How much does the meal cost you already? But they're able to use certain, giving you certain things and by giving you those certain things, they will trap you. They know how to use a guy's tithe for covet and chanifu. All these, he goes into the whole thing. And then he says, Also, So what he's saying is that the more you're clear in understanding the weaknesses of human beings, which you first have to see it in the outsider, not in yourself. And the w- more you see how manipulation works, then you will understand how your Yetzirah manipulates you. Means you have to see a live presentation of how it's done. So you have to be a Lamdin. you have to be a Lamdin. Because you have a personal fight with your Yetzirah, right? Your Yetzirah is trying to manipulate you all day. And he's playing on your weaknesses all day. He's playing with your mind, he's playing with your heart, right? He's doing that to you. But it's very hard within yourself to identify that. So what do you have to do? You have to look in the world and see how it's played out in real life. Now, in real life, it's played out more with business, let's say. Or other things, politics, business, whatever it is, right? How the world is running. So you have to be a London. You have to see all how it's being played out over there and then be able to draw it out to here. See how it goes down here. Then you have to see in the business world how they deal with uh, not being uh, affected. How do you protect yourself? How do you keep yourself alive? Mm-hmm. Right? You see royes Sanoilud. So you learn in your own world how to use that skill of royes Sanoilud to be able to map out what the Yed Sahara is going to do to you before it actually happens. Because So Soslant is saying that when you have a gush of desire, at that point your brain is not strong enough to deal with it. I mean, Tiva's strength, Tiva has a strength and it has a weakness. The Tiva's strength is that it's so powerful and so strong that when your seichel tries to fight with it, your seichel loses. So that's the strength of Tiva, right? The chesorin of Tiva is that Tiva only works on instant. Right here, right now. Seichel has a kach of ro'e'etanolad. Seeing the future, so if you use the power of seichel to think through what's going to be the Nisayan and have the strategy to deal with it, so you come in with a power of seichel before the nesayin comes. That's the key. That's business. Business has to think of the problem before the problem arises and come up with a strategy before the problem arises. That's the kach of seichel ro'eh I can I can imagine. I could fathom possible pitfalls, and have possible strategies. That's the Kaycha Seichel. That's your only weapon against your Taiva. Because if you only wake up to start thinking b'shas ma'isa, when the Taiva is there, you're too impulsive to think like that. So therefore you lose. But if you understand how the Yetzirah works in general, and you understand the possible pitfalls in your life, and you understand that going to certain places can be an assignment for you, and then you could be I and have a strategy. Then you have a kayak against the exit. So there's two parts of this. Two parts. What Rabbi Shosh is saying, two parts. The part of studying and using your and Avodah Hashem as opposed to just going with the flow, the tmimus, right? So let's say you're going to go into a marriage. Okay, everybody here is going to get married or is married already. So now you go with the flow, you get married. But then all of a sudden you see that your midas are being tested. And all kinds of things are going on over there. So now you don't know what's happening. So if a person would understand how Yetzirah works. And how his midas works. And he could fathom scenarios of where things could be. And what he could do. That's a person who's planning for something very big. And is able to be able to deal with that. And grow with that. and, And succeed with that. Raising kids. Everything in life has something. Now, if you're not used to thinking, if your Avodah Hashem always just goes, just I go with the flow, you're not used to thinking, then you're up the creek without a paddle. You have to learn how to use the thinking process. So you could practice today in the things you have to deal with today. You understand? If a guy doesn't get up for shachrit, he has to be a lambdan. He has to say, why? Why is that? Why can't I get up? What's the tuna fish? What's the tactic of the eatsah? And he can't be so shallow. He has to be deep. He has to be able to face a certain reality that he may not want to face. He has to be aware of it. And then he has to say, I have to have a game plan before the eatsah. Right? So let's say a guy, what it is, is he can't go to sleep at night because the action. He can't walk away from the action. That's his weakness. So at that point, you can't use seichel. Because at that point, your taiva is too big. So you can't use seichel. That I means the strategy has to be before. That's Raya right. Sanoila. All strategies have to be before. That's a deep thing. But the only way to go in Avayya Hashem is not to say, oh, what am I going to do? I have a weakness. I like money. You have to figure out exactly how to deal with that. Deal with the taiva. Deal with the insecurity. Why am I such an insecure person? Why do I have no levadoi? Why do I have no independence? Why do I have to be sold like everybody else? Where is the shayosh shabaya? That's the thinking process that a human being has to do. He has to study the world. He has to learn about various weaknesses that exist in the world. And see, identify with what they are. For himself. That's what Rabbi Sallallahu is saying. We have to stop here today, even though it's a massive subject and there's more to talk about. I might next week take a break from this and go into Hanukkah. I might. So that way you know what's going on on the holiday. It's not just eating jelly donuts and running off to vacations. Like you'll have something from it. Maybe I'll connect it with Avodah Midas. I'll see what to do. Okay? We'll stop here today.